welcome to Politricking with C.D. Madia. My name is C.D. Madia. This is a special edition of the podcast. The year has wrapped up. Towards this period, we're looking at different ANC leaders because the party was going to hold its 55th national conference. I'm now at NASRAC, and the dust is finally settling. That contestation is finally coming down because the ANC has elected new leaders to take the party forward. What we're looking forward to, which we'll only hear about in the new year, are the resolutions, and we'll also hear more about the composition of NEC members that must complement the seven that have been announced as the new party leaders. Towards the conference, there was a question, is the road going to the N3, where Zuelim Kize is in KwaZulu-Natal, or is the road going on the N1 towards Johannesburg, where President Cyril Ramaphosa resides? I'll let you know now that Ramaphosa has been endorsed by the NC once again, receiving more votes, actually, than what he got in 2017 to take the party forward. So he was re-elected. Gwede Mantashe, I'm a little bit surprised by this, was also re-elected as chairperson of the party. Paul Mashatile is now no longer the treasurer general. He's now the deputy president of the ANC. You also then have Figi Lembalula, eh? Remember when we were speaking to Figi Lembalula and I believed he would not make it? Well, I'm eating my words. Figi Lembalula is now the secretary general of the ANC, and he won't let you forget it. You also then have Marupini Ramokhopa, who's now the second deputy secretary general, Nomvola Mokonyani, who launched this podcast with us. She's been elected the first deputy secretary general. You also have Dr. Gwen Ramokhopa, one of our last interviews. She's been elected as the treasurer general of the ANC. Ramokhopa was confident that she'll come from the floor and she'll make it. And you know what? That's been the case. So in covering the story, we've had multiple voices helping us understand what's at play. We had Malaika Matlatsi, a researcher and an analyst, sharing her thoughts on what this moment means for the ANC and what the party is at this point in time. Malaika, I am bothered that there are no people. I've been here before. I know that it is very typical of an ANC conference to start so late. We're yet to see delegates. What do you make of just the silence? It's really just the journalists who are here. So, um, Tidi, what is happening actually is that delegates are here, as in they have come from their provinces. They've been registering over the last two days. Yes. So the different provinces have already converged in Gauteng, and they have many of them have registered already, but some also registered in the morning. The delay is, in fact, that delegates are still in caucuses even now. So there's caucuses happening all over the province. Um, in different venues, um, different groupings within the ANC are having caucuses. And this obviously is the result of the serious divisions that happened at um, various provincial conferences, but also at provincial uh, general councils, many of which concluded just two days ago and some even as recently as yesterday. So there has been very, you know, there's no province that's coming united. There are differences in terms of what slaves every province supports. There's differences in terms of know um views about additional views about um the, the 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 top six and so on so people are actually here in Houghton but they are not here at the venue because conference cannot start until these discussions have been had because these discussions influence a lot of things that happen in the process of conference I mean one of the things that it will influence for example will be issues around the adoption of credentials that we know is one of the most contested things in ANC conferences whether it's at national provincial or regional conferences. Oh, absolutely. But like, I want you to be able to explain credentials to people. Credentials is really the adoption of a register, that yeah. everybody in the room has to has the right to be in the room, mm-hmm. is in good standing, and can participate. But credentials can collapse a conference. Yes. Credentials, I was in a Tequini earlier this year, 
It lasted well into the early mornings yes. of the following day. Explain how contentious the credentials are, but also how they possibly influence the outcome at the end of a conference. Credentials are absolutely the most important thing in, the, in a conference. And in fact, what the ANC did in its previous conference um, is that they, they centralized the, the, the accreditation or the verification of branches. So what happens is that branches in the ANC go through conferences, BGMs, right? They'll go yes, through BGMs, the branch general meetings. So they'll go through branch general meetings and so on. And in those branch general meetings and so on, they'll elect, for example, your branch executive committees and so on, who will then, you know, later, after that, you'll have your regional conferences, um, for example, different regions. And how they for about five regions. Etikwin will have the, uh, Kurlen will have their, their region and all of that. There'll be conferences for that. Then there'll be provincial conference and then there'll be national conference. Now, the importance and why we start at the branch is that branch delegates are often the ones who then get to become delegates in all other um, yes. uh, conferences. So a delegate from a branch will become a delegate in the region, likely become a delegate in, in, in a provincial conference and then at the, the national conference. Now, the importance with delegates um, and with the credentials is twofold. On the one hand, it obviously gives legitimacy about people who are here. So a person who is at the conference should be a person who's in good standing, should be, you know, a, a person who should, who can, who has got the right to vote. And that right is obviously outlined in the constitution of the ANC, who can be a branch member of the ANC, who gets to be elected as a branch member, of the, a branch executive committee member of the ANC of and so on. But perhaps more importantly, you get to look at the balance of, of, of power and the balance of numbers in terms of the delegates. So every branch, remember, and, and depending on size, of course, some branches will have more and others not, or some regions or provinces will have more and others not since we're at a national conference. You you need to know um, what what which branch or which provinces, what which what which which delegates provinces are bringing, because that decides for you what the line of march is. Yes, right? so, so in the mandate yes, lies. Yes, what the mandate lies. Yeah, yes. like I, there's actually something very interesting when you speak about um, the branches and how the branch delegates will differ because branches are not the same size. Yes. In fact, yes. in 2017, calculations that Dr. Kozanagabinizuma would take it was based on branch nominations and provincial general councils yes. where they consolidate numbers. It wasn't based on the number of delegates from the different yes. branches. Yes. People for, often forget that that also yes. has a play. But let's speak about the expectations quickly. Mm -hmm. I keep saying I can't call this conference it's been a tricky, yeah. murky, ugly yeah. road, yeah. and everybody sees themselves as fit to be. Yeah. What says you? Let me tell you, Tibi, two days ago, if, if you had asked me that question two days ago, I might have tried to call the conference. But two days ago, the Houghton province concluded its provincial general council. Now, you will remember that in September, the PEC of the, of the province, as led by um, TK Muniza and Banyazali Sufi, announced, pronounced on the preference of the PEC, right, and the preference of the province in that regard, because the PEC represents the province, pronounced on the preference, and the preference that they pronounced on was Sil Ramaphosa for president, Stan Matabata for national chairperson, uh, Paul Mashatile for deputy president, um, for secretary. for secretary, and then it was Nomvulamkonyane for DSG. There was no pronounce, pronouncement on the on the treasurer general. It was Pulemane, no, no, it, it, no, it, it was the PC. Not, the, the PC that did not pronounce no, not on the, the, the branch outcomes. Yes, sorry, yes. So the PC did not pronounce on the TG. But uh, the previous, and then two days ago, there was a, a, a provincial general council that comes of of, of the same Kauteng province, and the provincial general council. You then start to see divisions. Delegates say, we actually are not going to pronounce on Ramaphosa. We don't want Ramaphosa here. And there's a huge division right down the middle between people who want Suleim uh, Kise uh, and those who want still Ramaphosa. The PGC then comes with an outcome. The, the same person who in September pronounced on, 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 on Ramaphosa comes with an outcome that says, 
we will support as the province, we will support our branches, will support absolutely call Mashatile for deputy president and certainly Nomvula Mokonyana for DSG. However, all other positions are open and branches can decide. Now that's a huge turnaround, uh, turnabout from, from Houten. Yeah, from Houten. But it's not surprising. You and I would no, of know course it's not. from Chirugana. Of course. That actually, that was always coming. Of course, of course. But, so that makes it difficult for you to call. Yeah, it, it makes right? it very Fair difficult enough. to call. Yes, yes, I accept it. I accept that. Yeah. But one of the interesting aspects of this conference for me is the generational battle. Mm. Succession is a thing mm. and this field the ANC has not paid enough attention yeah. to. Yeah. Hence these bitter battles yeah, in yeah. the organization. Yeah. There is a conversation to be had about succession mm -hmm. with the different generations that mm. also want to get their hands in the pieces mm. of power. In some instances, you have people who represent the UDF era, yeah. mass mobilization era, that's the problem yes. that yes. But you also have the youth leaders yes. who are knocking at the door saying, yes. actually, your time is up. Yeah, yeah. By the time we get mm. any leadership, mm. the ANC will definitely be out of power. Mm -hmm. Never mind that. Mm -hmm. The youth will be over, mm -hmm. over, over anything to do with political mm -hmm. leadership. There is a change mm -hmm. in the landscape as it is. What are your assessments and your observations in that space about the battles? And mind you, mm -hmm. the exiles and exiles mm -hmm. in 2022 mm -hmm. are also still fighting for space. So the ANC has always, as you correctly say, they've always had a problem with succession. It's not, it's a historical thing. The ANC has always had a, a problem with succession. And at the heart of this is exactly the argument that you make, right? That everybody feels that it's their turn. So every generation in the ANC feels that they are their rightful. They're the rightful people who must emerge at the next conference. And in fact, that's often how conferences are decided, right? So you'll get compromises that get made to say, okay, fine, we will not you, we will not support you now, Figil uh, and Balula. In the previous conference, we will not support you now for SG. You are still young. Context next time, your turn will come and so on. That's always been one of the things that happens a lot in the ANC conferences. Mm. People tend to only see the, the contest and the negotiations around names for and that's part of the travesty why the party is where it is today. That is an issue that I think we're going to revisit as we continue with our coverage, watching what the ANC does with this conference. It is day one. There are no delegates. I'm sure I'll be speaking to you a little bit later. A political overview from Ramaphosa is still to be delivered. There'll be an organizational uh, report. Nominations will happen and voting will take place tomorrow. But we will be here with you throughout the day. Thank you. And then the drama, right, after the nominations of the announcement of the top seven. Here's a bite of what that sounded like. Zulim Kize, of course, I think his, his, his campaign did gain momentum, just simply not enough. And in ANC terms, that 597 margin between Cyril Ramaphosa and Kize is a big deal. Ramaphosa wasn't just endorsed. That's a large endorsement. For comrade Mkize Zuelini, his total is 1,897. And for comrade Ramaphosa Cyril, his total is 2,476. The interesting stories of this conference for me have to be the women because there's three women amongst the top officials. They fought the battle. They wanted more representation. So now you've got Nomvula Mokonyani, Gwen Ramokhopa and Marupini Ramokhopa in there. There's a story of the younger members or what do they say? Relatively young, whatever they say. But there's a story around those people where 
Oscar Mabuyani and Ronald Lamola were part of one core and they couldn't find one another because if they did, if you look at the numbers, then Paul Mashatile would not be deputy president of the ANC. So that's a fault line in how young people work. Then you skip over to the position of treasurer general. Again, we had Nazrek. But the issue of Treasurer General Pule Mabe, if he had worked closely with Mzondile Masina or the other way around, then they possibly could have also taken on Gwenra Mukhopa. So there's an issue of egos that I've seen at play with young people, again, they're relatively young, in the ANC. So they could not work together collectively behind one name. They couldn't unite. They clashed over multiple issues. And in the end, they lost out completely. There's the KZN story. The biggest province in the ANC twice coming to Nazareth, leaving twice with nothing in hand as far as the official composition is concerned. ANC in KZN has a lot of work to do in terms of reflection. How do you keep going wrong? All your hubris, all your might comes to a nil and you pretty much become the joke of a conference. Something is wrong there. And there is a need for the province to go back to the drawing board. And I think often we say it and it, and it ignores it. But I think it can no longer afford to ignore that. It's moving further and further away from the party as a whole. And then there's the story of the provinces, the role of the provincial leaders. So in the past, you might have heard of phrases like Premier League, where the premiers and chairpersons were so powerful that their word was bond. They commanded forces, branches in their provinces. What's happened at this conference is that fell apart. It fell apart as you watched Limpopo give a line of march and watched Limpopo's branches and regions say to its own provincial leaders, not on our watch. We will hold the line, seeing how Stan Matabata and Florence Razzilani, she's his deputy, have attempted to steer the province away from a mandate they had as a PEC, as branches, and a provincial general council as well, saying at the last minute, no, Limpopo, you don't vote Ramaphosa, you vote Nkize. What that did is humiliated Radzilani and Matabata because the province said no. Branches and regions held the line and said, you don't get to tell us what to do. I saw this happening in Gauteng. I saw it happening in the Northwest. And to a degree, it happened in KwaZulu-Natal. It's broken that Premier League presence, the power of provincial leaders. And that might be an important thing in the life of the ANC, where the power goes back to where it belongs. They always throw around the phrase, Amanda Asamasebeni, power lies in the branches. A branch in the ANC is a basic unit of the organization. And seemingly, they now seem to understand what their power is and are using it. And they've used it, rather, to deliver the top seven officials that we are seeing. I had a conversation with Matabata. People are saying the emperor is leaving here naked. He says otherwise. You've been painted as a persona non grata by your own province. It seems to people you have supposedly misled your province. A lot of people, a lot of anger has been directed towards you with people saying at the last minute mm. you tried to influence the province away from mm. supporting Cyril Ramaphosa. And the irony for me is you're the first leader to come out at the beginning of the year throwing support towards mm. Ramaphosa at the January 8 celebrations that took place in Nimpopo. What actually happened? You know what? I think uh, there the, the shouldn't be any doubts about uh, our views as a province and my views as a person. Uh, personally, I like Comrade Sere and I respect him as a leader. Um, but now, remember, we as a province, we had a mandate uh, from our branches to come and present six names to this conference. 
Number one being that of Comrade Cyril Ramaphosa. Uh, two, Paul Mashatile, uh, followed by Stan Matabata's chairperson, and Mjumiseni uh, Ntule's uh, secretary, Nomvula's deputy secretary, and uh, Bejan Chauk as, as, as treasurer general. Six names from the branches of the ANC. Uh, that was our mandate that we carried. Then what happened? When we went to the campaign uh, coordinators, you know, those who were cam uh, campaign campaigning for President Ramaphosa, we said, because we are sharing the same goal, all of us want unity and renewal of the ANC. All of us support President Ramaphosa. Why don't we also get some of our uh, candidates accommodated on, your, on, 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 on what you normally refer to as late? as now I would call it a list of preferences. Why don't, why can't you at least accommodate us there? Why can't we be a stand on or, the lineup of the or, or, or a Paul Mashatile and Ernon Vula, or what well, you, you see that. Mm -hmm. And all of them were not there on their sleep. And we negotiated and negotiated until the last, the 11th hour. And we were rejected. When I say they did not agree with us, I, I will be saying the least. We were totally rejected. I accept that. I, I felt that. Yes. I know that the core around Ramaphosa mm. had absolutely rejected any of those other names. Yeah. But that doesn't explain how you, given a mandate by your province, by your branches, mm. are then seen at a caucus for Zonimkize at the night of voting. What kind of message do you then send? Because that to me communicates that you put Stan Matabata mm. ahead of the branches that elected you as their chair, and the role that you have to represent their views and what they want. No, no. Remember, the branches of the ANC in Limpopo did not just nominate one person. They nominated six people, and five of whom were not there in this uh, list of references. I accept that. So, so, so what, what, what I'm trying to, to say is that I did, I did not uh, see... Uh, out of the, the mandate of the people of Lumpopo, Figilem Balula, Gweta Mantashe, I did not see them. They were not there. I did not say, see uh, Oscar Mabu, and he was not there. So supporting them also would be as if I'm, 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 I'm rejecting. I'm, I'm selling out the mandate of the, the, the but branch you of Lumpopo. But you sold out the mandate. That's what no. they're arguing with you. No, but... You sold out the mandate because even if you make an argument that they wanted to have six people, yeah. at the core of it, mm. they were looking at the leadership, right? They wanted you to emerge as chairperson. They wanted Cyril Ramaphosa to emerge. While the core mm. around Ramaphosa rejects all of you, you then take a decision. You and your deputy mm -hmm. take decisions to start telling <laughs> your own province what to do. I, I, and then you get rejected that, by your own province. No, 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 that, that, that is not the case. I was not rejected by, by my province. Are they not angry? No, no, some, some individual. Are they not calling for provincial general? No, 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 some, some, some people will do that, like, all, all the time. I mean, let, let's, 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 let's understand each other here. Yeah, please. Starting from our provincial general council itself, it were not all unanimous. It's just that the majority wanted this. And you'll always have those pockets, those few people who would be who would feel that angry, less as you say that they are angry. But if you look at it rationally, can you can you really say I'm going to support only one person and reject five? Based on the mandate has never been that you prioritize one amongst the six. The mandate has never been that. The mandate has, has, has always been six. 
these six names we want to you to go and 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 and, 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 and because i'm still not convinced by your argument uh, did you consult the branches and say they're rejecting us as a collective here's a plan b did you do that we were on the yes we did well 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 what i'm trying to say is that uh, throughout sss uh, members of the pec we discussed this matter that we are negotiating with these comrades we are, we are they are still rejecting us but we feel like they will change their minds as, as time goes on so we'll, we are will continue negotiating with them you know? ramaphosa closed the conference people are licking their wounds outside but here's what he had to say as the party moves forward aiko efanane anc lastly i wish to thank you the delegates for having so diligent, uh, diligently rather represented the mandate of your branches and your structures. And as we went through many Litzema campaigns, I kept saying that to our branch members that they must choose delegates who will, when they come to national conference, stay in conference not go around partying all over, represent their branches. And I am able to say, you all have done exactly that. And thank you very much. And I wish to thank you for having, and congratulate you as well, for having placed our movement firmly on the path of fundamental renewal and rebuilding. Returning to Comrade Fidel Castro's 1959 victory speech, he asked the gathered revolutionaries what they expected to achieve. And he asked, what is just ambition and a desire to command? Was it to take over the reins of power, just to be able to drive around in limousines to own mansions or to live like kings, he asked? Or was it about self-sacrifice, about being willing to give up all and receive nothing in return? Was it about being ready to give up everything and continue on the austere path of the genuine revolutionary? As a movement, we have at many points in recent times had to ask similar questions of ourselves. What we hoped to achieve at this 55th conference was to unite our movement, to give momentum to the process of renewal, and to recommit ourselves to serving the people of South Africa. That is what we have done. We are emerging stronger as the ANC, but we know that our work is far from done. Now, more than ever, history demands that each one of us demonstrates that the unity and the renewal of our government is indeed an imperative. This should give us that sense of duty to serve our people, our country, with no expectation of anything in return.
but to earn the confidence and the trust of our people. So this national conference has affirmed what the people of this country believe and desire, that the ANC must be united, must be renewed. They also have a deep desire that the ANC should continue living and that the ANC should continue leading. That is what our people desire. Thank you very much. Go well. Homewards. Amanda. Amanda. Thank you, comrades. That's it from us this year. We'll be back again next year with lots more politicking because our politics never stop. This podcast was produced by Duduzile Masuku and Amu Ramela. For Eyewitness News, my name is TD Madia. Yeah.